0: And welcome to Beer Bubbles, the bubbliest podcast in the world. And we're at Waterfront. And we're together. And we're together
1: for even once. For once, <laughs> even though I'm
0: working today, but later, don't tell anybody. Uh. <laughs> we're at uh, Öl och Sprit Mässan, Stockholm, 2023. Uh, this is a premiere for this fair. Yeah, and the Beer
1: and Spirits Festival in English.
0: Yes, Beer and <laughs> Spirits Festival. Sorry, I, sh- I should have said that. <laughs> what do you think so far? Uh, It's
1: quite nice, quite cozy, it's still quite small, but it's uh, a few good breweries, a lot of good whiskey distilleries and gin distilleries.
0: I spoke to Stanley, who's the general of the uh, festival, the other day, and he said there's more spirits than it is beer today, but hey, we're here anyhow, we're going to meet some uh, interesting people. We are. We've already did our round and walked around and spoken to a few that we're going to stick a microphone in their face.
1: Uh, You got us a drink in the glass here.
0: Yeah, it's Superbird.
1: It's a Superbird. No, it's it's Superbird. It's Superbird. So, double IPA from Fjader Yeah,
0: nice start with the double IPA. <laughs> well, cheers to that. Cheers, guys. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's nice. It's a good start. It's, really nice.
1: it's more like the class- West Coast t- type of double IPA. Yeah.
0: Less on the juicy side. Yeah. More on the oh, it's resiny. Quite, it's
1: filtered and... Well, a little bit unfiltered, maybe, but yeah. But it's it's, it's nice. a nice,
0: nice drink. Really we'll is. see if we can get a hold of Pelle from uh, Fjodor Holman later on. Yeah, uh, not going to promise anything, but we're we're going to try. it. He said
1: least. yes, though. Yes, he, did, he so did. We'll we'll keep that on him.
0: <laughs> so stay tuned, and uh, whatever you do, drink, drink better, better beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, welcome back to Beer Bubbles for the second time because we already made the intro. Uh, we got Pelle from uh, Fjadrul Holmana.
0: Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome
2: Thank to Boldcast.
0: <laughs>
3: Thank you very much. Thank uh, we're you. We're
0: drinking yours. It's Superbird. He keeps on call- calling it. It's a Superbird, but it's Superbird. It's yeah, superbird.
3: that's true, actually. But we are making the same mistakes at the brewery sometimes. <laughs> so it's it's fine. Feels
1: more natural to say it, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> it's a Superbird. It's super. It's super, Why? Why it's super bird? Because this is a double uh, IPA. Uh, it's a West Coast IPA, something we like, and we made a West Coast um, IPA before uh, that we called. This is crazy because now I just forgot what it's called. It's a bird. Sorry. Okay. It's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> so we we actually made a West Coast IPA before that's called. It's a bird, and uh, since this is a double. IPA West Coast. Uh, we call this one its Superbird, so that's the reason behind the name. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, uh, what spirit. is
0: what is Fjaderholmarna? Uh, you've been around since 2014.
3: Well, actually, we started the the company back in uh, 2013, and then we opened up Fjaderholmarna, this this small brew pub on the island, first of May. 2014, yeah. Mm. So the day after I started <laughs> up Carnegie <laughs> Bryggeriet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so you were hung
0: over
1: the day after. Right?
0: <laughs> but it's, it's you and Andreas. Yes. Uh, and you've now moved from Fjällor Holmana to a bigger facility. Uh, we but, but you still have the tap room
3: on the island. Exactly. So w- we didn't actually move. We moved the production, but we still have... Uh, the brew pub that is open during the summer and the tap room mainly uh, on the island still but we moved to a uh, much bigger brewery on the mainland where we uh, more than double the production uh, during the last three years i would say i imagine uh, it's quite easier to get everything there as well yeah you c- you can't even imagine uh, <laughs> the hassle of having a brewery on a small island especially during the winter <laughs> oh. especially in sweden during the winter yeah that's uh, uh, oh my you gotta god bunker
1: up the winter <laughs>
3: yeah well we, we actually we, we we had like a aluminium boat uh, mm-hmm. a steel boat that could actually break some of the ice so that's the reason we didn't buy a plastic boat but we still got stuck with that boat sometimes in january so yeah it, it, it was pretty tricky so I don't recommend that to anyone, actually. <laughs> the reason
1: why there's no beer, the brewery is stuck on the, <laughs> the ocean, <laughs> <laughs> on the sea. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. On the other hand, if you get stuck on the sea with a keg of beer, if uh, if you've got a tap
3: yeah. on the boat, you, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that never happened, though, more than occasionally. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Pelle, first time for the Öl and S- Öl och Sprit Festival, and the Beer and
3: Spirits Festival here in Stockholm. What do you think so far? Looks great. Uh, I see some really interesting beers, and uh, there's a lot of beers I want to try. Also some whiskey as well. So I have uh, big hopes for this weekend. Mm.
0: To me, it looks really nice. It's quite cozy for, for, yeah. a, for a venue that's so... It's big. It's the sceneries yeah. are yeah. high
1: in here. I, like I didn't
0: notice that before. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really high. It looks like <laughs> an arena in here, but, yeah. but it,
3: it works. And behind you, you have the scenery of Stadshuset and Riddarholmen, Riddarfjärden. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but so it's, it's a pretty unique place, I would say.
0: Too bad the weather's not really nice today, but otherwise it would have been it's perfect fantastic. Swedish weather. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Swedish autumn. Yeah. Exactly. Co- <laughs>
1: cold and wet. <laughs>
0: what you've seen here today, what beer are, is the one you really want to try? What brewery do you want to try beer from?
3: I do want to try some beer from OO, of course. I actually course. went to their bar two weeks ago in Gothenburg, but I, uh, I only had the time to try two or three beers, so I'm definitely going to try something from them. I'm probably going to try something from Jämtland, which has been a long time since i tried anything from Ode Island, of course. Then I have to make another lap to know exactly what to try. <laughs> I think Umaka, of course. Umaka. Umoka. umoka Definitely. Uh, Some Hedda beer. Well, should I ask the,
1: the final Yeah, ask the, the question. question. Pop the question. <laughs> You're going to, to die now.
3: Yeah. You can have one more beer. Whatever you want. What are you having? <laughs> CSE actually asked me this question a long time ago <laughs> at Naka Beer and Whiskey Festival. And the weird thing was, we, was, uh, we were on the stage and there were people actually listening. I think it was live. And I couldn't come up with a beer because the question is so difficult. But my go-to beer, even today, still is Dale's Pale Ale.
0: Thank you!
1: <laughs> he loves that answer.
3: <laughs> Pella,
0: thank you very much. We're going to send you back to pour some beers because you're not working late tonight. Well, You're going
3: to go out and have some beers. That is h- 100% true. I'll yeah. serve you beer tonight. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Pelle.
0: Thank you, Pelle. Take care of yourself. Thank, Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thank Bye. you. Welcome back to Beer Bubbles. We're at Earl och Messen, the beer and spirit fair at, in Stockholm. First time. And we got celebrity, I must say. Steve Grossman, nice to have you back at Beer Bubbles
4: Podcast. Great to be back again. Good for me to finally be
0: with you in this podcast, because
1: I missed you last year. We're we're making
4: (laughs) uh, this a yearly event, which is awesome. Oh, yeah, nice. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) So, uh, we got a beer in our glasses. Uh, I want you to tell us a bit about this beer, because it's a new one, isn't it? Well, actually, you're drinking our Foam Pilsner, and it's not really a new beer. So, this beer came about... We had a relationship with the band Fish, and we used to brew this Pilsner for their concerts. And um, we made a special beer, naming it after one of their songs. And uh, we actually had plans to, at one point, market it with them and have cans. And we were talking to their manager and working on the concept, and then he came to us and said, well, we're not going to do it anymore because most of the guys are in rehab, so it wouldn't be a great <laughs> idea to make a beer. But we resurrect this beer every once in a while, um, and uh, I think it's a great drinkable beer. Um, it's got nice hoppiness to it, but good, clean, fresh flavors. Yeah, it's very
1: fresh citrusy. Awesome. Like,
4: I think 4.6 ABV. Well, drinkable, yes. quenchable. Very drinkable, quenchable, quenchable. Yeah. quenchable. yes. <laughs> So a beer that I haven't had for a couple of years, because I don't think we've brewed it for a couple of years, but it was great to see it here. So I uh, refreshed my memory on it uh, <laughs> when I got here. So <laughs> what's nice.
0: happened with you since last year, and what's happened with Sierra Nevada since last year?
4: Oh, quite a few things are happening at the brewery. We have this brand new project called Can Do, where we have a huge canning facility that we just recently completed, and not only for our products but we can take other brewers and other beverage producers products and can them and package them with our um, new equipment we also have a can printer which we can print cans on site so we can do Mm -hmm. custom work so we're just really started commissioning that we're also working on um, some na beers we have two na beers we're gonna release beginning of next year we have an ipa And a Golden, both fantastic beers. So, new to the NA scene for us, but we've been working on it for quite a while. And we're real happy with that. So, a lot of things are happening at the brewery. But NA,
0: non-alcoholic, that is, it's it's a big trend in Sweden. Yes. Is it the same over in the U.S.?
4: It's getting there. It's getting to be. There is a brewery that only exclusively makes NA. That's called Athletic. And they're in California and they've been doing quite well with NA's and they're sorta of promoting NA's and and hoping other breweries start producing it as well so we can all together increase the category in the and States today- because we realize that, you know, it's a growing it's a growing segment. And certainly as I travel around Europe and other countries I can see that trend and they're very popular. Yeah, so
1: and now the brewers can make them and taste actually good. It's not just the a sweet, now, goat goat now flavor. They can,
4: there's some really good ones out yeah, there, yes. definitely. So.
1: One of my favorites is the Uppsala Brygghus, the road trip we have. It's, it tastes just like a beer. A bit yes. thin, but
4: still yeah. just like a beer. So, so it's, it's nice to I, have I'm it. trying some good ones out there now. So mm-hmm. And we're happy with ours, so um, we'll see where that takes us.
0: And the beer scene in Europe, have you seen any change in how people drink your beers over here? Or is it still going
4: on and strong? I think I think it's going pretty strong. Um, the trends in the states for craft beer now are pretty flat, pretty level. I think I don't know if it's hit Europe yet, but I think maybe craft is still still on a growth curve. Mm. But um, I haven't seen the trend change too much for Europe. But I haven't visited too much this year, so i see how it goes at this festival when I talk <laughs> to people. So,
0: uh, I wanted to ask you as well because uh, we've seen one of the one of your like fellow
4: pioneers go under this year uh, with Anchor. Are we talking about yeah. Anchor? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's really it's sad, tragic, sad situation. And Anchor was certainly one of our inspirations when my brother and I were growing up, and Anchor, Steam, and Porter were beers that we drank yeah. as you know, students, and um, Anchor's been a great inspiration for us, and Fritz Maytag, when my brother was building the brewery, he would call Fritz for advice every once in a while, and and Fritz was helpful, so it's it's unfortunate. I know the former employees are trying to put a bid together to buy the brewery back. We'll see how that goes, but it's, you know, it's a it's, it's a big one of the, of the stalwarts world. of the craft industry, and yeah. you know a brewery that's been around since the eighteen hundreds, really prior to prohibition, and um,
0: and actually has one of the more, one of the ingenious indi- indigenous beers of the U.S. The well, steam beer, the steam is beer,
4: they really, they invented the style, really. Yeah. So, uh huh, so, yes. so It's uh, iconic, iconic brewery, and it's you know it's very unfortunate.
0: Fritz and Ken did the 30th anniversary beer for us here in Nevada. Together,
4: oh, that was yeah, that it, was right? a great beer. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. So it's, oh, yes. it's it's really
1: sad. So I mean, if they succeed in buying it back, then and then well, that it.
4: would be that'd be very it'd be interesting, and hopefully yeah. that happens. Or maybe someone will come in with some uh, cash influx and yeah. and resurrect the brewery. But as of now, it's closed. Sad, so, but so we,
0: we still have to pioneer <laughs> on. <laughs>
4: yes.
1: How do you feel about Stockholm and its festivals?
4: Well, I've been coming to Stockholm festivals for, I don't know how many years, 15, 16 years now. And I think the festivals are great. And what what I like about this festival, compared to some of the others, maybe in the States, that people come just to drink and sort of just drink. But when I talk to people at the Stockholm festival, they ask about the beers, they Make a choice when they have several beers in front of them, depending on the styles that they like, and they they ask questions and really want to know what the beer is. So I think um, looking for a little more education from the attendees here, which mm-hmm. I think is great. You don't see that in, back in the U.S. You do sometimes, but <laughs> n- not all the time. <laughs> I just came from the Great American Beer Festival a couple of weeks ago, and in Denver, and. Towards the end of the evening, there's certainly people that don't ask questions, but just say, the pour me a beer. The strongest thing you have. Yes. Yeah, it's just me. a potty. Yes. <laughs> Which is good, too. So, yeah.
0: Steve, we're not going to keep you uh, much longer from uh, your mantra over at Wicked Wine, but uh, we're still going to ask you
4: the hard question again. No, you're not going to. I'll probably give you the same answer.
0: Oh, I'll well, give me the same answer. Though. But what uh, if you die <laughs> if today, right
4: now, what would be
0: the I last to- beer you have?
4: I told you this last year. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably remember my answer and this beer is going to be released in about 2 weeks which is celebration ale and yeah. it's still my all-time favorite and i don't want to seem like too much of a i don't know promoting our own beer but i, I still it's a it's a revelation beer to me because it was really one of the first west coast ipas and a beer that I look forward to every year that it's released. I do too. That's that so a really good beer. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I just wouldn't give you a chance my, my to answer plug man, your favorite beer. It, it hasn't changed yet. You <laughs> keep asking me every year and I might come up with a different answer. Eventually. We'll ask until you change the <laughs> That's <right. changed> answer. <laughs> Steve, thank you very
0: right. much and have a great festival. Thanks, you guys. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank Cheers. You. Thank Bye. you. Cheers.
1: Hello, welcome back to Beer Bubbles once again and we are here with a famous brewery in Sweden which we all love, Ulle and Olof. And we're starting with Olof. And we started with Ulof,
0: yes. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For, first time in the podcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ulle's yeah. been with us and earlier with Earl yeah. pod and loads of time and he's got an old Oli o-
5: o- o- well. is our poster boy so
1: yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm we heard in the background <laughs> We heard that you really wanted to be here so now we, we made it happen Well,
0: with the <laughs> two of you, <laughs> of course <laughs> Tell us a bit about the brewery but first, let's say cheers and, c- yep. and we're drinking one of your flagships the Narandi Yep uh, Tell us about the beer well, well cheers first So, hmm. tell us about the beer and tell us about the brewery
5: Well, this beer and the brewery goes a little bit hand in hand in some ways at least in the beginning a little bit about the brewery. Ola and I, we've we've known each other since we were kids, pretty much, and um, we've always been uh, interested in uh, food, beers, and Ola uh, like has been like a beer beer geek since, like, yeah, since before you were allowed to drink, and <laughs> he kind of kind of like dragged me into the whole like beer world. In many ways, at least in Sweden, I. I spent some time in the U.S. after the gymnasium in Sweden, and and uh, got a little bit like intrigued by what was happening in the U.S. then. And then I lived in Copenhagen for many years, and uh, was a little bit like caught up in like the whole uh, Copenhagen scene when beer started taking off there. And but it was really all that uh, really pulled me into uh, beer, on, uh, and and. Uh, Actually, uh, on an occasion when we did not drink beer, we just like, w- like, in a very like youthful, naive way. Why don't we start a brewery? <laughs> sure, <laughs> let's do it. And and Ole was ho- homebrewing at that time, and um, and uh, I bought some equipment as well. And uh, the day after, just got going making beer at home. But it's been detours because
0: Ole ended up as the brewmaster of Stegbyris for a while. So the brand OO has actually existed longer than he's been brewing professionally, so to speak.
5: Yeah, yeah. There's uh I mean we've always been very close with Stiegberg. So like a quick background to how we got going was that uh first off like we yeah, we like saw what happened with uh like namely Mikkeler in uh, in Denmark and like maybe that's like yeah, I mean that's kind of like the only way to get going. Like we had pennies <laughs> in our names. Yeah. Like, can't finance a brewery, uh, so uh, yeah, and uh, so we like, yeah, let's. Why don't we try like contract brewing to to get going? And we found a brewery in Belgium where we got going, but also in a very naive way. We went down there and like under the impression that all right, this will be amazing. We're gonna be there, and we can actually be there throughout the whole process. And they're like, kind of like, yeah, this is the Guest section, what do you want to do? And like, we want to make beer. And they're like, uh, just email us the recipe and you will have packaged beer in four weeks. <laughs> and like, so we did that once and we felt like we could have sent any, re- like, it was like far from what we wanted to do. Like, uh, we always knew that we wanted to have our own brewery, but uh, we kind of didn't know the way to get there. But we realized that contract brewing in that way was not our way so uh, luckily Stiegberg was also like right in the in the cusp of starting their brewery and and we kind of knew them. we had some common friends and we knew that they were like about to start and Pelle that has uh, all in brewing in, in Gothenburg he was going to start contract brewing there so we kind of like can we also brew here so what we did is we we bought uh, like a like a fermenter and we placed it at Steigburger so we uh, and asked them if we could use their brew house on uh, evenings and weekends so we uh, spent evenings and weekends making beers at their brew house and then we uh, yeah, and then we had our fermenter there, and they kind of paid you back when you started your own brewery, because then you had a fermenter from Stegbase there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, but what happened was like Ola had another job at that time, and uh, and uh, realized that like, yeah, maybe we can just cooperate a little bit here. It's better if we hire Ola, because then Ola can uh, actually make our beers, mm-hmm. and he can make your beers on like normal hours, yeah. and. Uh, and that was great because Dan Olu could actually quit his normal job and do full-time brewing. And and like I would say, like long before that, we'd realized that uh, I'm not really uh, geared for making beer. That's more uh, <laughs> on Ola's <laughs>
0: table. You're a bit like me. You like to drink the beers when they're done, and th- you want them to be done now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, I, I usually say. I'll leave the, the brewing to the people that can
5: brew it. I like to drink it and sell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm far too... Well, I'm I'm not a detail-oriented person. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I care, and I'm very like uh, I can be very picky. But uh, I like I mean, just like reiterating processes to make a better beer is like yeah, the that's not uh, brewing beer is quite gnarly because it, it's very much detailed and it's a lot of it's
1: a lot of time waiting, a lot of cleaning, and then. It, those small little details to get everything right, yeah.
5: And I'm, li- I'm a little too impatient as well. I'm like, <laughs> come on, let's go, get going. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but that story with uh, you and Stiegberger really like, isn't like an evidence for
1: the thing you we usually say sadly that the Gothenburg is the beer capital of Sweden, like that. Comradeship, camarader- uh, camarader- no, 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 that no, no, uh,
0: Gothenburg is the brewery capital, of Bre- Sweden. Oh,
1: brewery it's capital. not the
0: beer bar. <laughs>
1: No, not the Sweden. beer
0: cap- bar capital, but the brewery
1: I, beer capital. I
5: I agree one hundred percent. I think that uh, like the beer scene in in Stockholm is uh, it's amazing. The the bar share yeah. are amazing and like, have the the best beer bar in in Europe. Accurate, it's uh, yeah. it's like uh, we, we don't have that in in we Gothenburg. We're
0: extremely proud of working there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way, so <laughs> <laughs> but because it's it's an institution that's been around since ninety five, and we're trying to keep up the good work all the time so it's mm-hmm. uh, but uh, thank you for saying that thank you uh, we still think you are uh, as I said Gothenburg is the beer uh, beer brewing capital of Sweden mm-hmm. because and that's I think because you've had a really close community and helped each other yeah. out uh, in a way that the brewers in Stockholm hasn't done yeah yeah,
5: yeah it's uh, I think uh, that has a lot to do with it most of the brewers that are around in Gothenburg now came up at the same time and yeah like a close-knit community and uh we decided to uh compete for like prestige and like who who can make the best beer but in a very like helpful way so uh like i mean we've always been close with because we started making our beers there and uh, uh and, but you co- we and you can't
0: dislike like pelle from all in yeah, yeah he's like, the nicest guy
5: yeah <laughs> i mean like pelle and like, the guys at beer Bibliothek and, and, and Vega, it's just like there's numerous like the beer community is really it's uh, it's really close knit and uh and nice in, in Gothenburg. That's really nice to hear.
0: I've gotta ask <coughs> something, because uh, you are located on Ringen. Close to Ringen. Okay, but but still it's it's an area that's been an industrial site forever. It's kinda changing right now, isn't it? Because there's loads of breweries, there's at least Ivan Sabor is there. There's, there's things happening r- in your close vicinity now that wasn't <coughs> obvious when you started out. Yeah. Should have bought an apartment like five <laughs> years ago there. <laughs>
5: there are no apartments uh, in that one, area, then. actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it feels like it's one of those few instances when uh, boy's dad has actually mm. managed not to mess it up too much. Mm. They've just kind of let it be and actually let things happen there. I mean, it's uh, the rents there are still low, so uh, creative people and uh, like smaller like businesses like, like breweries can actually, yeah, they can actually make it work there. It's, uh, it's not too expensive, and uh, that has kind of made it into a community out there as well, and all that feeds into each other, so it, it, it grows and uh, becomes nice should change the name to the Bre- Brewer Island
0: bryggan. <laughs> 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 yeah. What do you think of the venue here uh, to to talk about öl och spritmässan, the beer and spirits fair uh, here in Stockholm. It's the first year they're doing it and it's Stanley who's got an öl whisky whiskymässa in Gothenburg. Yeah, yep. Uh, What do you think of the venue so far?
5: I have a good impression. It's uh, it's a lot lighter than <laughs> an than the the fair in 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 Göteborg, but mm. uh, all in all, I, th- I think it. Uh, I think it, it. It feels nice. What I like about the fair in Gothenburg is just like the r- the right amount of people, and I think they. That's the case here. You have time to talk to, talk to the visitors, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, it feels nice. I think it's uh, it can be the start of uh, future for the fair here in Stockholm mm-hmm. as well. I like this fair in Gothenburg because like, I mean, you're so much in a bubble in the beer scene, so you. you 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 tend to only meet the very initiated, like fellow beer nerds or like beer geeks, and uh, and here you 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 meet the broader crowd, and I I like that aspect of it in uh, in Göteborg and uh, I get get the feel- same feeling here.
0: We just spoke to Steve Grossman at Sierra Nevada, and he said like coming to Stockholm for the festivals and fairs is always special because people are initiated and they want to learn. Yeah. So, so uh, this is, uh, is this something you uh, find as well when you meet people here? I think so.
5: So far. Absolutely. Absolutely. People seem interested in, in, in hearing about us and the uh, beer.
0: And it's hard to it's miss your monitor because you've got yeah. this. <laughs> I tried to take a <laughs> photograph of your bright light sign up here, but it didn't work. And it, it, fl- it flimmers <laughs> the camera a bit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of like the only light we have <laughs> in our stand. <laughs> like Let's bring the biggest one we have. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big hospital
1: light. <laughs> <laughs> should, yeah. I, should I ask the, the life-ending question? Because life-ending, I mean, you're going to die right now. Yeah. What's the last beer you're having? You can have anything
5: you want. But only one? I would say uh, Taras Bulba. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think it's uh, I don't know. It's hard to name a favorite uh, brewery, yeah. but it's uh, it's a brewery that I I really look up to. Is amazing beers, Copy pale super, ale, right? It's, y- yes, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a European pale ale-ish. Like, yeah, yeah um, uh, uh, yeah, they're super quality focused. It's uh, like uh, crazy about like improving their beers all the time. Mm. and uh, And also, like how they managed to get out their beers in in belgium it 's uh, mm. it 's like a household brewery in uh, in in Belgium at least in the bigger cities but it uh, 's a really good brewery so oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. it 's a fun answer the first yeah. time we ever had that brewery as an answer oh yeah true yeah?
0: uh, off well, thank you it 's been an absolute pleasure uh, and uh, we 're going to send you back to pour some beers for <laughs> the rest of the public here mm. but uh, Really nice having you, and uh, cheers again. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) See you in the bar later. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Ladies and (laughs) gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beer Bubbles, the bubbliest podcast in the world, according to us. Uh, We're at... uh, Öl och Spritmässan in Stockholm 2023, Beer and Spirits Fair. And I'm, uh, we stand here with Hedda Spendrup from uh, one of the most prominent beer families in Sweden, uh, with her own brewery, Omaka. Uh, uh, yes. Welcome to the podcast.
6: Thank you. Oh, sorry,
0: welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. You were here before me. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hedda was actually in the first ever episode, oh, sorry, the second episode, when the first... Recorded in Beer Bubble's name, so to speak. So, uh, what have you been up to since we met last time? You, you oh, were just going to start, start a brewery, restaurant. Uh,
6: yeah, we hadn't opened, right? No. No. Oh, God. That was mid corona, I was about to say. It was the uh, yeah. beginning of corona. We thought it was in the middle of corona. Uh, no, but we opened up in September 2020, so it's been uh, three years now. Mm. Uh, We've had many ups and downs, uh, but now is amazing time for us. We are actually, it's going great. Uh, I have just come back from uh, maternity leave, uh, yeah, congratulations. and uh, yeah, thank you. And I'm just <laughs> super excited <laughs> to get, get things mat- going.
1: You had Mats instead of you for a
0: while,
6: right? <laughs> I did. <Yeah. laughs> he was amazing, and we could never have done it without him.
0: I must say. Uh, since uh, both me and Rasmus has worked at Canega mm. you got some really nice colleagues right now. Yeah. You got four no. brewers, four brewers from, <laughs> <four laughs> <brewers> from Canega.
6: <laughs> I joke about that all the time. I was like, the next brewer cannot be a Canega brewer, <laughs> and then the next oh, brewer good cannot. <laughs> they are, <laughs> so and o- then o- just o- one after another it becomes Canega. Yeah. <laughs> Omoka
0: has become the new, new <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. no. Uh,
1: no, no
6: but no. we do quite different beers, though. Oh so yeah.
1: <laughs> you do. Uh, I got. <laughs> a tour of the brewery two or three months ago with Mats I was ah. there and he, he was cl- close cleaning yeah. the brewery so <laughs> then we talked a bit and I tried the beers it, it's fun beers it's different some of them and uh, he told me about some products that gone, they gone sideways that it did something else with and, and it still ended up being being good so it had a had a like a Kelly beer like kind of thing on tank I think yeah it was really nice nice what do we have in our glasses now?
6: We have Pepper Pepper, which is actually one of our oh. first beers. Yeah, it's been one of our classics and uh, our top seller. Uh, it's uh, it's fermented with a lager yeast in the beginning, and then it's uh, we've added passion fruit and two different kinds of pepper, and uh, we don't use any aromas or essences. So. For a tank, a two thousand liter tank, we use two hundred kilos of passion fruit, <laughs> which is uh, it's heavy work, but it's worth it because I think uh, the acidity and fruit becomes very integrated in the beer, no. and then uh, the pepper gives a nice uh, aroma to it in the end.
0: Stays in the mouth, the
1: pepper. Yeah, it really does. does. Yeah,
6: yeah.
0: I've got to say as well because when you started, you had this philosophy of taste over style.
6: Exactly. And that
0: is still your thing.
6: That is still my thing. Mm. It is, yeah. uh, but. Uh, That being said, we still do classic styles, but for me it has a purpose to do those styles because it's going to be matched with a certain food or it's a certain occasion that you're going to drink it at. So uh, we still do it, uh, but we do classic styles as well. But I think it's more fun to do these kind (laughs) of (laughs) things. And since we have a a kitchen as well, we work very closely with our chefs, and that's fun because they have a totally different knowledge when it comes to Ingredients and the new different kinds of yeah of products, Mm -hmm. Uh, so then you can learn so much from them on how to do it
0: Uh, and find new combinations of flavors that Mm. that actually work. Exactly. I was actually there for your pre-opening dinner also, and dinner, Mm. and I think I tried this one with I can't remember what we had it with, but was some kind of. I think it was a ceviche. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Mm. It was absolutely fantastic, Mm. and that that entire night was great. Yeah, and
6: that for me is the taste before sale to, to uh, brew the beer uh, to match with a certain food and to find those flavors that are perfect with that kind of food uh, instead of just being so focused on what kind of style you're going to do that you kind of miss out on what, what the purpose with that beer is. Um,
0: but what you're doing at Umaka is so far away from the like, public perception of what the name stands
4: for.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's quite it different from your <laughs>
1: family name. <laughs> <It> really <is>. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> most people when they think about Spendrup, they think about Maria Staud they think about uh, uh Norland's Guld the, the, the big brands. Yeah. Hmm. And Umoka is kind of the odd bird out and uh, and at some point also Gotland's. Yeah. Uh, but but
1: she's the black sheep of the family then, huh? <laughs> uh, she's probably the <laughs> really white sheep, but the, the, the white She's sheep in <laughs> the white sheep <laughs> of the family. Well, yeah.
6: On how you see it,
0: yeah, it depends on how you see it,
6: yeah, that's true.
0: But but uh, you've had the full backing of the family on this from day one, or?
6: yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, I, I told them that I wanted to go, I mean, the f- the family's brewer are brewing according to the German purity law, uh, but I don't want to go uh, towards the Reinheitsgebot, I just want to brew what I like and what I think is fun to put in and everything. And they're like, Yeah, that's fine as long as you do it. Your way, which is pure and authentic and real, and not just use like additives or aromas. And uh, so, for me, it's like a purity law 2.0, and it's like you do it, and but you do it with uh, with a. What do you say? You're proud of of what you do, and yeah. you and with
0: your own style and with yeah. uh, with your heart and exactly. everything that you have behind it.
6: And for me, it's not like uh, it's not about adding ingredients to cheat. It's about adding ingredients to make another type of beer and, and mm. enhance the flavor. And
1: Absolutely, yeah, but yeah. Because this one still feel the peppers, mm. so it sits for mm. very long. And I the passion fruit. And the passion, yeah, <laughs> definitely, <passion laughs> definitely. I tried this before as well. The, I think. Uh, I've been there two or three times, so I've tried this before. It's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So there's always something new on tap that, that is uh,
0: odd. <laughs>
6: but yeah, but it fun. really is.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's located in a kind of a challenging area, though, because mm. there's no other beer bars close by. There's nothing mm. that actually pulls people to the same area. You're, you're quite alone where you are.
6: I mean, we are... So we 're also not because I think there are a lot of restaurants opening up, and i don 't think that we attract the traditional beer drinker either we We attract more like the wine drinkers actually and if if you taste our beers it 's actually more like a wine in, in the aromas and in the way it feels in your mouth and in the way it pairs with food and and our kind of food as well at the restaurant uh, so I would say that. A lot of people come to the, the the area for the other restaurants as well, and Umark is part of that. And I would say that it's it is a hard area because it is quite it's, it is quite far away from the real pulse. W- well, you're
0: not on Jatgatan, or no, you're exactly. not on like Tengnagatan, uh, no. uh, yeah. like where the clusters of beer yeah. bars normally are.
6: So it is a bit of a destination, but I, I it's yeah, I still think it's 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 working for us and. And uh, more and more restaurants are opening up in the area. Well,
1: I've been actually thinking about something. And now I can ask this question. <laughs> in the bathroom, there's a sink.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the only thing that parts of the family reacted on. Oh. <laughs> and oh. I,
0: I was there the first <laughs> night. That I, I was
1: kind of drunk the first time I was there. And I got in and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I've only been reacting like that Just two tell times. Every- tell
0: everyone what it is. So.
1: Uh, it's, a, it's a sink of tits. That's basically yeah, what yeah, it, is. <laughs> and, and it is. It uh, is. It, the water pours out from, yeah, you know what I'm getting at. Because yeah. two times I've been shocked. One place, they had a smurf village on the floor in the bathroom. Like a glass floor, a oh, smurf th- village. What is that? There's a, 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 a brew dog, I think, in Saar yeah Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that bathroom. There's, those oh, are the yeah. two only times I've been like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Get into a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> was that your idea?
6: It <laughs> was, actually. From yeah. the beginning, I wanted noses uh, snoring in water. Ah. Uh, but then I found this... Uh, artist, uh, or what do you call it? Uh, like a sculpture. No, scu- uh, no a sculpture. Uh, no, a sculpture. S- sculpture. Uh, anyway. Uh, a woman that lives in London, but she's Swedish, and she made a tit that I just fell in love with. I was like, it's amazing. It had so many colors. and Anyway. And when we asked if she would like to make our fountain, <laughs> and <laughs> she, she loved the idea. So she made this... Uh, uh, the great tits we call it uh, and it's really just a bunch of tits uh, pouring water <laughs> um, <laughs> and for me it's a piece of art oh, yeah uh, definitely it's yeah. really cool but some people I mean I heard from one of the, my colleagues the other day that uh, I guess said that it was sexist and I was like how is that sexist for me it's more like enhancing women and empowering it's women it's fun and I mean yeah. it,
0: I got a good laugh when I got in there
1: like yeah. that's
6: that's awesome <laughs> <laughs>
0: first time I met you uh, was during your internship at Carnegie.
6: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We've
0: come a while. We've come a, come a bit since then. Uh, I really really appreciate what you do over at Omaka. I've, I've got mm. to come over and, and visit again. It was quite a while ago now. Oh. But I was so happy when I saw you today. It's like,
6: Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: This, is, this is awesome. Uh, I think Rasmus is going to ask you the only hard, really hard question oh, you're no. going to get yes. today. This. this is a life-ending
1: question. Oh really? You're yes. going to die right now. <laughs> You can have one <laughs> more beer, just one.
0: What are you having? Anything you want, but you can have Anything. one.
6: That would be a German Pilsner. <laughs>
0: Any specific one?
6: There is actually one brewery that I had a beer from when I was studying in Germany. That was like, it was life-changing for me. It was an amazing experience, but I can't remember the name of it. We we went there with school uh, and visited the brewery, and I just drank that Pilsner, and it was like, What? <laughs> Uh, I thought it was amazing, but I, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, You'll have to
0: look into it and, and tell me, so we'll put it in, in, really in the, in the yeah. notices on look this one. That. So, yeah, so people really get to know what which beer you Yeah, is. for sure. Then we can have it also.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. My <laughs> wife had
0: mm-hmm. that experience with uh, uh, Willsburg Hofbräu when yeah. she was an acquired trip. And she's a Pilsner girl now. She's uh. like, <laughs> She tried a uh, Willsburg Hofbräu uh, gravity poured. At oh. the, the Alte Kram down oh. by the waterfront. Wow. Five o'clock. They open the uh, open the barrel, and she had a f- her first one, and it was
6: <sighs> amazing. Gasping. That's a good first experience.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so whenever we go to Germany, we have to go to Würzburger yeah. and have some Würzburger with That's, some
6: Würzburg nice. That's <laughs> very nice.
2: You don't right. complain, dude. Do. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> for
0: our 10th anniversary trip, she wanted to drive around Germany and drink beer, and I said, "I found the right wife."
2: Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that that was a
0: hard question, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Head up. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to let you get back to uh, your monitor oh. and uh, paddle some beers over there. I uh,
6: will. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me. Oh, thank, you for thank you for being here. Thank you. Take care. And enjoy the festival. You too. Yeah, thank, mm. you. thank, thank you. 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 Have fun. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Welcome back to Beer Bubbles we're and getting started at the end of the day for me mm-hmm. but we're having a last interview with Stanley who is uh, organizing this this fair, it's a very nice fair so far I gotta say
7: And uh, thank you for joining us in Beer Bubbles thank you very much and thank you for the uh, that you liked, liked the fair and at that you'll think it looks nice. Yes. It's super. very cozy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, super. This is beautiful. And, and uh, Stanley, you've been
0: doing this festival thing for a while. Yeah. You, you just told us it's the 65th,
7: 65th drinks tra- fair that yeah.
0: you, you organize.
7: That's, that's right. I started my career uh, 2008 uh, working for a company in Örebro called Conventum. Mm. And there I started the first uh, beer and whiskey fair in, uh, in Örebro. Uh, but uh, I quit working at that company for two year, uh, after two years. And 2011, I started my first fair, which was a uh, uh, wine, wine fair in Karlstad. Mm. So w- what fair other fairs are you uh, active at right now? It's yeah. the
0: Goth- Gothenburg... Uh, That's right. Uh, beer uh, whiskey.
7: My company is called Svenska Dryckesmesser, which is Sweden beverage fairs. We have 12 fairs in eight cities in Sweden
0: that's amazing
7: and uh, this is the number 12 of our fairs uh, but we have uh, a beer and whiskey fair in Gothenburg which we started 2013 and uh, has increased a lot since 2013 mm-hmm. that was for 10 years ago and we have also a, a beer and a spirit fair in Västerås. Uh, mm-hmm. but this is our third uh, beer and, and the spirit fair I spoke to you uh, earlier this week and we said, like, it's not as many breweries as you really wanted it
0: to be. It's more spirits, but uh, yeah. this, it's the first time, though. It's so the first
7: it's, yeah. time, yeah. And uh, it's tough time for the small brewers, but uh, we are very happy that it's... Uh, we have about 25 breweries here and uh, some importers of beer also uh, with uh, yeah, international... Uh, Famous names, yeah. so yeah, we just spoke to uh, Steve Grossman. Yeah, Nevada, that's right, which is the legend
0: himself. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's beer royalty. beer royalty. And we yeah. all
7: know that it's a tough time now, but uh, we hope that joining this fair, you 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 meet uh, the broader public, yeah. so the broader public buy your product in in, uh, and, yeah, and, in and, you, Blog, and you really, uh, I think you uh,
0: put. The hammer to the nail head, because you 've found there 's interesting brewers here the the big ones aren 't uh, so prominent it 's not like Carlsberg standing here with a big monter selling their Carlsberg beer it 's i wouldn 't say local but it 's swedish mostly it 's uh, high quality stuff and interesting stuff really. yeah that 's
7: right We have approximately eighty five uh, stands exhibitioner and uh, for us it 's very important to Get place for a lot of companies or uh, exhibitioner because if we have many big stands, then it will be not so much more more or less uh, of uh, exhibitioner. Yeah. So uh, we have small stands which is six square meters, and we have the largest stand is twenty square meters. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's not massive. It everyone
0: has base uh, well more or less the same. Sp- space yeah. a bit different but yeah but more or less and uh, everyone is visible it's, it's a fantastic uh, venue yeah thank you very much with a with the overlook of the uh, city, hall, city hall, and and hall and actually it's not a it's not the most beautiful day today no, but today but it's but raining but uh, it's but classic <laughs> swedish <laughs> weather it's <laughs> <There's> still a <laughs> gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> view out over stockholm uh, what is your opinion it's been a few hours now what is your opinion what is your uh, impression of what
7: you guys have achieved so far what do you think of the fair so far I think it's a good start Uh, it's uh, not full yet but it will be uh, more people coming after 5 o'clock but it's uh, good harmony it's uh, smoothly and feels very good it feels that everybody has a place to uh, stand everybody can uh, it's not so many lines or to to the exhibitioner yet, so it's a good start. Yeah. It's you have
1: our day tomorrow as well, right? Yeah, tomorrow so, we're yeah.
7: open at eleven o'clock to uh, ten o'clock. We could tell people it's now four
0: thirty on a Friday afternoon. So yeah, people are still at work. Yeah, yeah the That's guys, right. the people are here. They people who have actually gotten off work early or taken half a day off or mm. are. Pensioners and stuff. That's right, and so they have time, and they to have come time But, but it's—I I still think it's a really good turnout, and yeah. and the ones we've spoken to when we walked around, they they, they find it really nice, and, and the layout's good. I like it when you walk around, you find like little niches, and like oh, I haven't seen these before, mm-hmm. like yeah. So it's 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 an open space, but you can walk around and explore for a bit.
1: Yeah, that's, that's important. Really nice. So you're looking forward to next year already.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when we uh, when we start new fairs, we think uh, for long term thinking. Yeah. Uh, we have twelve fairs, and they comes every year. We haven't stopped any fair or closed any fairs since since we started 2011. That's, uh, that's, that's very important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, okay? Covid, but that uh, yeah. is. Yeah, that's that yeah. uh, a special occasion. That's, <laughs> f- that's force, Majeure, so force <laughs> it's Force Mayer deluxe. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, well, you're you're in charge here. I know you're not drinking right now, but uh, are you going to get
7: some time to try
0: some stuff as well? Uh, Maybe tomorrow.
7: Uh, I will try after work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are
0: you looking forward to? What what is what is the most in- interesting things for you here too?
7: For me, it's uh, I usually walk a lot. I walk about. Uh, 20,000 uh, meters per day because I want to meet the the people behind
0: behind the stands behind,
7: behind. the stands and ask mm-hmm. them how is it is it going good how can we do it, things better so uh, for me it's uh, important to because it's 85 stands and we have time to take care of all the exhibitioner mm-hmm. I want them to uh, I want things to happen after the fair that's what I'm looking forward to, that people buy their products. That's the most important f- thing for me. Because if we don't have this exhibitioner, the brewers, then we have no fair. No, yeah. true, true. That's true. That's the most important.
0: Stanley, uh, we're going to let you get back to, because we know you, it's, it's the first day of the first time of the fair. I know you're going to be busy. Uh, and I also know you've got like, beautiful staff working with you here uh, shout out to them to, who actually made this happen as well mm. uh, but uh, we have we have a yeah. question for you yeah and it is the toughest question in the world it's a question about beer and basically you're going to die right now and you can have one more beer and nothing more before you go what beer would that be
7: okay one final one beer. final beer wine, one final beer I go for, uh, they are not here, I go for Nils Oskar, God Lager. Oh, that's, God lager. A, that's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good choice. Thank you very much,
0: Stanley. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, thank you for Avenue, taking the time. In the yeah. podcast. In day. Thank you very much. Uh, and enjoy the festival. Absolutely. Because yeah. uh, we are. Thank you, we are. <laughs> thank you very <laughs> much. Thank,
2: thank you. Thank you.